Hey everyone, it's time for a recorded look at your astrology for July 4th through 10th, 2022. My name is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology. So yes, we're doing it recorded this week, um, mainly because it's a holiday here in the United States, but also because funny story, I got COVID last week. So yeah, my, my COVID card finally got punched after two and a half years. So um, yeah, we got to sort of see how far my voice is going to take me. Um, I am on the other side of it. But um, as you can imagine, getting the flu, it's not a uh, it's not not a not a fun thing, not a quick thing, uh, not an easy thing. So let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's talk some astrology. Let's, let's talk about me getting COVID. Um, but I hope you all are well, and I know that you're watching this recorded, but as always, always let me know where you're watching from and how are you doing with this astrology? You know, last week we had Mars, um, you know, coming to the end of Aries and we had that square to Pluto and, that, you know, that was, I think, exact on Friday, last Friday. And, and that's when I tested positive for COVID. But I'm a Scorpio. I'm ruled by Mars. And this is where it's actually a very traditional way of looking at astrology. And it's, and it's actually a very accurate way of looking at astrology. It's another way of looking at astrology is astrology for health, astrology for wellness, vitality. And your planet, in my case, I'm a Scorpio. So my planet is Mars. Like that is the, the driver of one of the main drivers of my astrology. And when my planet gets into a tight squeeze with another planet, sometimes, not always, don't get, don't, don't worry. Um, you know, that, that may mean a decreased vitality, but, um, that's something, you know, we're trying to see how far my voice is going to take me this week, but yeah, let me know how you are all doing with the astrology we had a cancer new moon last week and this week we've got a couple of big changes you know we have mercury finally leaving gemini where it's pretty much spent the better part of eight weeks that's a long time normally mercury is in and out of a sign two three weeks but we did have that retrograde mercury dipped back and forth between Gemini and Taurus and then back to Gemini. So we've had Mercury pretty much in one place for the last uh, eight weeks. And, and Mercury is a planet of choice, voice, communication, ideas and listening and learning. And the last eight weeks, we've had to, uh, let's say, go on a fact finding mission. Mercury, as it went retrograde, especially its time in Gemini, the, the sign that it rules, uh, Mercury has needed new vantage points, new perspectives. And, you know, it went back into Taurus. I think that was in May, if I remember correctly. And Mercury made a con connection with Pluto. And we had to really learn the value of the choices that we are making, the impact, the power of the choices that we were making and then take that information forward. And here we are, as we start the week of, of July 4th through 10th, 2022, Mercury is at the very end of Gemini. And it's sort of like, well, what have we realized since April, since the end of April? And, and Mercury went into Taurus on April, I think it was 29th. And that was right before the solar eclipse. So it's a very different energetic world since, you know, because we're in a new eclipse cycle than we were, say, back when Mercury went into Gemini. So what new perspectives do we have as we go into this next week? Um, Mercury is going to change signs tomorrow, July 5th, um, and that's going to be a bit a uh, breath of fresh air. But then we have Mars changing signs this week, and that's the bigger story. Um, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Um, but I just want to reintroduce myself for those that don't know who I am. And I do normally sound a little bit more clear of voice. But as I said, a few moments ago, I got COVID last last week plot, plot twist, or maybe it's not a plot twist, because I'm a Scorpio, as I said earlier, my son is at 24 degrees of Scorpio, and I have Saturn sitting square my son it's pretty much spending two months square my son and even though you all know how much i love saturn <clears throat> 
clear the voice. Um, it is still Saturn and Saturn sort of sitting in an aspect to a luminary sun, moon or a health planet can sometimes bring up health challenges. So I think around the time that I contracted COVID, I think the Saturn was almost exactly to the arc minute of my son. Now that is some traditional astrology at play, but I still love Saturn because I, I Saturn is so much more. Of course, you know, I, I, I had a very traditional experience the past few days with Saturn, but um, how I think of Saturn as so much more is this planet that really talks about the structure and the limits and the boundaries, but also the, the roadmap and the framework Saturn both governs over the physicality of life, the rules, the laws, the cause and effect, the karma, but it also talks about your dharma and your ability to build and to create and to become something in this life and to grow up and to become something in this life. It's one of my favorite planets. Don't worry, Saturn. I'm, you know, even though I got COVID during Saturn transits, um, still i still love the planet but yeah you know that's a good segue um i am going to be talking um or i'm going to be doing god god willing my voice going to be doing a uh, webinar on saturn on july 7th so this thursday at 8 p.m um eastern um it's going to be recorded so don't worry if you are not able to join live it's called facing saturn learn to master your life and it's a big title, Learn to Master Your Life, because the way that I see it is that Saturn is your I promise planet, meaning it's that planet in your astrology based on sign, based on house, based on aspect that talks about the things that you would promise to, to grow up and do and to learn and to build and, and to become, and in some cases, be the mentor, be the authority. You know, I have Saturn in the ninth. The ninth is a part of the astrology that is a lot of things, but it's broadcast. It's taking an idea and putting it out there in the world. It's faith and it's truth and it's philosophy, but it's also mission. And for example, I have to do my Saturn. I have to be set an example for what I think is um, my truth, of course, not capital T truth, but, but my truth. And then I have Saturn square, a lot of planets in my chart. So I know Saturn pretty well. And I'm going to be an advocate for, for positive Saturn. Um, but certainly when we get sick or we feel roadblocked or life isn't growing, that's a form of negative Saturn, which is a real thing. And um, astrology is energy. It's the time. And we're going to learn about time and energy in this webinar. So you can go to the show notes. Uh, there's a link to facing Saturn. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably talking two hours about Saturn, but more importantly, giving you some pretty structured information, thanks Saturn, uh, on how to work with Saturn, how to really face Saturn, the ages, these very predictable ages when we have to face Saturn. Um, these are your Saturn returns. So my people that are 28, 29, 30, uh, you've got your Saturn opposition people. These are my 44, 45, 46, approximately aged people second Saturn return of 56, 57, 58, approximately. And the times when Saturn sits square your sun, like it is right now for me, because I'm a Scorpio. Uh, but these are moments when we really do feel sometimes a struggle, but also that alchemy, that push to really build something and to forge and to become something. This is why I love Saturn, because Saturn's also the planet of milestones. Some milestones of life. Um, it could be the birth of a baby. It could be marriage. It could be the publishing of a book. It could be a career success. It's not only negative things, but Saturn talks about the events of your life, the initiatives, the things that you do that really have a mark and have an impact. And, and God forbid, when you pass um, and your life flashes before you, you're going to remember those moments that really created an, an indelible mark in the fabric of creation, fabric of your life. That's what you remember. You don't remember the sandwich you had, you know, 20 years before. That was a really good sandwich. Um, that's a good segue to some of the astrology this week. It's the week of sandwiches and, and COVID. No, I'm joking about the COVID part. Um, so yeah, this week, July 4th 
through 10th, 2022. I was saying when we started that this is a week where Mercury is at the end of Gemini after a pretty long uh, move through its home sign. So when it goes into Cancer on July 5th, Tuesday, July 5th, it's new ground. It's a breath of fresh air, although to be fair, Mercury and Cancer is a bit watery. It means a very emotionally driven our information ideas and learning and even choice is now through the lens of cancer this this sign that's about memory excuse me instinct in the past and the choices that we make from our gut instead of our mind so mercury is going to have something to say over the next few weeks but it's going to be through this pretty emotional lens it's going to be driven by instinct as opposed to rationality um it's not a bad thing just just is but mercury is crossing it's crossing the you know the that zero point of cancer and it's going into a new season so it's a new season for all of us in some way and how we think and listen and learn and and especially after we've done all this work with mercury and gemini over a better part of eight weeks it's now time to really put these choices into reality and into action especially as mercury um will eventually make that square to <clears throat> excuse me, make that square to um, Mars over the next uh, I'm not sure when but eventually it'll make a square to Mars and Mars is still oh wait no it won't because Mars is leaving Aries good segue um, sorry brain still catching up with the astrology so another planet that's changing signs is Mars and it also changes signs on July 5th it goes into Taurus and traditionally Mars is not at home in Taurus whereas it has strength in Aries it this is a classical term debilitated in Taurus this just means that Mars has to work in a way that's counter to its instinct what is Mars's instinct its instinct is to take action to drive to be motivated to be more in the singular it's like i it's i do this i want this it's uh, very self-motivated even in scorpio it's it's co-rulership you know mars in, in scorpio it's it's now from the place of emotion and connection and intimacy it's very internal as opposed to aries is external um, but now Mars is going to go into Taurus, which is what's called a Venus ruled sign. So Mars has to play by the rules of Venus and Venus is like, let's, you know, let's figure it out. Let's, you know, let's see what works for everybody. Let's have something to eat. Um, that's why, you know, kind of made a joke about food earlier because Taurus is one of the food signs. Maybe you didn't know that. So yeah, between the Cancer Sun and Mars and, and, and it's not the only thing going on Taurus right now. Taurus and Cancer are food signs, um, Virgo too, but just for different reasons. With food in, in, in Taurus, it's food that's about sustenance, but it's also the pleasure of, of food and the pleasure of taste and the pleasure of life. Cancer food, it's nostalgia. It's mom's home or grandma's home, home cooking or whomever's home cooking. It's, it's stuff that you associate with memory in the past. It's comfort food. But food with Virgo, it's, it's food to heal. So there's a very different type of food in Virgo. It has to be, you know, eat your veggies, make sure you take your vitamins, that kind of, that kind of food. So Mars goes into a sign where it, it's very driven and motivated, Mars, to seek out pleasure, comfort, stability, security, which these are all Taurus bywords, but here's the interesting thing. So even though we're all going to be more conscious about our material lives and material stability over the next five, six weeks, Mars meets up with two points. It's basically, Mars is basically entering the sign or entering the room that is already occupied by Uranus and the North Node. So we have Uranus and Taurus and Uranus has been in Taurus since May of 2018, March of 2019. You've heard me refer to those dates over and over again. And the reason I do is because for, for many of us, um, and, and some of you in quite dramatic ways, those months or you know, those months around those months were start of major shifts in your life. So over the past few years, that part of your life, wherever Taurus governs, this is, we'll talk about this when we go through the 12 signs, um, might have to take a quick pause before we 
do that. Get some water. Rest my voice. Um, but when Mars went into Taurus, well, goes into Taurus rather, it's going to activate the story that's already been playing out over the past few years. And this is a story that's reinventing our relationship with money, investment, property. This is all Taurus stuff, by the way. Food, our body. Our relationship with our body, what we value and worth. Do we value and worth our body? Do we value and worth the, sa the same things that we did in 2018 that we do now? And I'm pretty sure we probably do not value the same things we did four years ago. Is that four years ago? That's four years ago. It's crazy. Um, I know 2020 was a black hole, but um, yeah, we don't value the same things. Our relationship with our material world is very different four years you know, after Uranus went into Taurus. You know, we've been through a pandemic. We've been through a lot of big changes. Um, so this is a time when our relationship, even with solid ground, Taurus, is very different. But this is also to resh reshape, reshift, reform, transform our relationship with the material world, Taurus. And, and just for you know, fun facts, uh, the last time Uranus was in Taurus was the 1930s and 40s, so very long ago. This is not, you know, as this is why I highlight it so much, not necessarily for the things that were happening in the 30s and 40s, but just more for the, the understanding that an outer planet like Uranus doesn't go, it, you know, doesn't change signs very often, every seven years, in fact. And the last time it was in Taurus was 80 years ago, so that's a a long time um so here we are and this is a part of our life this is an archetype because there's both the archetypical experience on a personal and collective level that we are all sharing and then there's what does taurus mean for you and you may be scratching your head and you're like well katie i don't have anything at taurus and i'm like but taurus is part of your astrology because you all 12 signs somewhere in your personal zodiac, somewhere in your birth chart, when you were born, the sign of Taurus governs a part of your life. It may be career for you. And you're like, oh shoot, that's why the past few years there's been big changes in my professional life. Hey, I'm talking about you, Leo. Or even Scorpio, relationships or Aquarius, home and family. That's just to kind of give you a little bit of a sampler. But then now Mars is here. So what's Mars going to do? Mars is going to activate, drive, and motivate this story that's already been forming the past uh, few years. In addition to the North Node, which I mentioned a few moments ago, the North Node has been in Taurus since January of 2022, so just this year. The North Node in astrology is like true North. On a collective level, it's where we are all headed air quotes, headed. It means that we need to integrate the archetype of Taurus. We need to point ourselves towards material stability, material security. Certainly, we've been through a lot the past few years. We need to find solid ground again. We need to have a different relationship with money, income, value, worth, self-worth. But then at the same time, the south node, which is over in Scorpio, exactly opposite, reveals the part of our chart where we need to let something go. We need to face something. I know that's a little bit of a, uh, for people, but you have to understand Scorpio is, is, a, is one of those signs. It's a sign that really tests us. It really talks about the things that we actually don't typically talk about because they're private, they're personal. They really move something inside of us. And maybe we're feeling a lot of fears bubbling up at the time, whether or not they're, they're true. They just could be just fears that we, you know, kind of need to let go of because they're, they're not rational. But that said, you know, having the North Node in Taurus means that we are really focusing on our material world at this time. So if we are seeking out stability and security and comfort, it has to be in a very different way than it was the past few years or even like the past six months. Because we've been having eclipses in Taurus um, since November of 2021, November 19th. We had a lunar eclipse, then we had a solar eclipse in Taurus on um, April 30th. So this is an area that also now has eclipse energy. Eclipses just mean change. It says this part of your life is changing. I mean, 
that's a little blonde i'm a scorpio but you know it, that's just how eclipses work they said this chapter is over now it's time for a new chapter well it depends on you know what that part of your chart is what planets you have there where you're born that gives you a little bit more information but we know that with uranus there this is an area that already has been seeing change radical change reinventions transformations awakenings breakdowns breakthroughs so here comes mars mars activates uranus and now it's activating eclipse energies so what this is going to do is that over the next five six weeks this brings us into i believe it's august 20th when mars goes into gemini and then basically doesn't leave for eight months but mars will go um will, will be in taurus from july 5th until august 20th and we're gonna things are gonna get a little bumpy and i and i mean that to, just to be real but also just to say that you know, when Mars starts to activate eclipse points, it starts to activate Uranus, it's, you know, life can kind of go off in a different direction. Not a bad thing. Um, the changes that we've been thinking about now and want to move forward, um, something comes to fruition. It's time for a new beginning. It's time for one door to open and another door to close. <coughs> Sorry, to totally still getting over COVID. Um, but yeah, so this is like a big deal. This is a big deal in the astrology of this year because Mars is activating these sensitive points. So that's why I kind of want to give you all a heads up, but at the same time, paint it in the larger picture, which you'll 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 get a hopefully appreciation for when we go through each of the 12 signs. Then we have um, later this week on the 8th, we have Sun Square Chiron. Um, just going to kind of quickly mention some some of the stuff because it, you know, just kind of in the interest of time. But the Sun, you know, it sort of hits on a sore spot later this week. So whatever we're feeling this week, it's probably steeped in memory and the past and the instinct and subconscious and maybe even unconscious memory. Um, so the, how you're reacting may not actually be, you know, in reaction to what you think it is. It's like the fight's not really about this. It's about something deeper. So really pay attention to the buttons that are getting pressed this week because they're trying to show something to you and they're trying to help you um, heal something and perhaps even heal something very old, uh, this life, another life. But if it is this life, it's very old. Then we have Mercury squared Jupiter. Um, that is going to be on the 9th, um, a little bit of a, of a quicker influence, but typically when Mercury and Jupiter are an aspect where we have to sort of you know, be aware of our convictions, the, the, the things that we're choosing, the, the truths that we think are truths, um, and it's more about um, really standing up for what we believe in and um, sharing our truth and our wisdom, but at the same time really needing to make sure that we're not just kind of shooting our mouth off so to speak so we're going to go through the 12 signs in a moment i'm gonna do a quick um voice break like i said i'm, I'm still getting over covid but we're gonna go through each of the 12 signs in just a moment so hold please and we're back <laughs> just needed to quickly rest my voice like i said i'm getting over covid so Let's again look through the astrology for the 12 signs. Of course, listen for your sun sign and also listen for your rising sign. So let's start with Aries. Aries, so you have Mars, it's just left your career sign and now it's going, wait, that's not right. It's just left your sign. God, I was kind of got you confused with cancer for a second. Aries. <laughs> Mars has just left your sign and it's going to go into Taurus, which is a money sign. And as I was saying in my introduction, money and income and material stability is an area of your life that you've seen a lot of changes in the past few years. Of course, every Aries is going to experience this differently. But either this is literal, meaning how you earn a living is very different than what it was in 2018, 2019, or it's metaphoric, meaning your relationship with how you earn a living or your relationship with the things you buy, or even the relationship with money itself has greatly shifted in the past few years. But there are some larger existential questions that are happening right now for you, Aries. What do you value? Is it worth it? Are you worth it? 
of course you're worth it. But this is a time that has sort of this parallel experience of both being about the actual nuts and bolts and physicality of the things that you need right now, but also these deeper questions about value and worth and what really truly is worth it. And this is an area that's, like I said, it's not just change, but it's really evolution the past few years. So that's a big shift and, and, and it's going to activate eclipse energies. And it's really been about investment and, and spending and income and, and value and worth and assets and the money that you share with other people, even debt and taxes have been a theme uh, throughout 2022. So this really comes to a head and it's really, a, I can't stress it more about finance. And so I think that your big takeaway Aries is really use the next five, six weeks to take a proactive measure to secure your financial life the best that you can. Of course, everybody has a different you know, situation. If that means needing to talk to uh, you know, a financial advisor or watching a lot of hopefully very sound YouTube videos, um, you know, so keep it you know, low cost, of course. But if this helps you really shift your relationship with the material world so that you can get very clear about what you need going forward, certainly throughout the year, but even going into the next few years while Uranus is still in Taurus, uh, Mercury uh, goes into Cancer, and Cancer for you is about home and family. So maybe you're going to see some trips to see family or some old memories come up or conversations about the past over the next few weeks while Mercury is in Cancer. Taurus, so Taurus, man, you got Mars going to be in your sign until August 20th. So on one hand, this really gives you drive and motivation to get things done. Over the past, what, five, six weeks, you've had Mars in um, Aries, which is nice, but it's been in what's called your 12th sign. So a lot of things have been happening behind the scenes. And now it's time for those things to come to fruition, for them to be seen. It's, you know, in a way, it's a birth for you. But Mars, you know, on one hand, gives you the passion and power drive to move forward. But on the other hand, it activates a story that's been in play since 2018, 2019. I would, you know... I don't want to make a hard and fast statement, but there's a lot of Tauruses out there who just are in very different places emotionally and spiritually and maybe even physically than they were three or four years ago. And that's because Uranus is in your sign. And if you're like, Katie, my life is still the same. I look the same. I feel stuck. Then use this energy. Use Mars to your advantage. Do whatever you have to do to get out of your way, to get unstuck, to take that leap, to face your fears, for example. But this is your time, Taurus, but it is pushing you and, and, and you're a sign that by your nature, you don't like to be pushed. You like to do it in your own time. Your job, God love you, Taurus, is to sort of protect things and to keep things, keep everything nice and even and keel because that's how life thrives. It doesn't Life doesn't thrive when everything's up and down. And you know, kind of unfortunately, that's where you've been the past uh, couple of years. So you, use this to your advantage. Be proactive about this time. But it does mean that some of the changes that have been unfolding and the changes that have been brewing are really taking shape and moving forward as you go into August. Uh, Mercury is going to Cancer. Cancer is your third sign. So probably a lot of trips, a lot of travel, movement, communication, ideas, information over the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, Gemini. So Gemini, Mercury, your planet finally leaves your sign. It hasn't been such a straight shot the past eight weeks. It's been a lot of back and forth. On one hand, it's new beginnings, but it's been maybe like two steps forward, one step back. You've had to really rethink a few things and maybe try to think about, well, which, which way which choices do I want to make going forward? And that's the thing about as you go into this week, well, it's time to really make some decisions. And Mercury finally getting to Cancer is a breath of fresh air. But on the other hand, it's going into a water sign. So by, by you know, extension, you're probably going to be very sensitive, emotional, nostalgic, thinking of the past, um, wanting to connect to old memories or old experiences 
or even with family. And since uh, cancer for you is a sign of money and income, those are things that also take priority over the next couple of weeks. You know, your spending, how you earn a living, what you value, and even your own value, that's that sense of self-worth. Um, but um, Venus, your planet, still in Gemini. So there's a sense of, you know, what's Gemini? You know, it's your... No. I have to back up for a second because Venus is not your planet. It's Mercury. I was like, my brain's still on Taurus. But everything I just said to you is still right because I was thinking about Mercury going to Cancer. And that's absolutely correct. But Venus, uh, Venus is in your sign, at least for right now. So at least you got some mojo. You've got some flirtatiousness. And this is giving you, hopefully, a little bit of a boost right now. Sorry. My brain's, brain's on COVID. Um, Cancer. Happy birthday, Cancer. Hopefully you are doing well. So it's your new season. And so you just had that new moon last week. So it's time to really move forward into your personal new year. So this is a time for you to think about the next uh, 11 to 12 months. Like, what do you want to achieve? What's moving? You know, where do you, where are you trying to head towards the best that anybody can these days and here you have mercury joining your sign and it's giving you a boost it's like all right we had all these ideas and now it's time to make them real um the other thing is that mars which is a, a major player in your astrology it's a relationship planet it's going into taurus and taurus is your sign of friends and community so mars is leaving your career, your career sign, and it's going into this, this sign that talks about social networks, social causes, um, the larger picture, humanity, society. I know that that's a big place for Mars to be, but it's time to sort of take your ambitions and sort of look towards the future. What do you want to achieve in the next, uh, not just the next 11, 12 months, but even beyond that, because Mars takes two years to go around your chart. So it's a really good time to dream, but also a time for you to get involved in the bigger picture. And Mars may activate some things around friendships and community and a sense of belonging, and it may even press on some deeper buttons. So don't be afraid, Cancer, if you're feeling some deeper emotional points this week, especially as the sun comes up to a squick to Chiron. Leo. So Leo, you're a fixed sign. So Mars is moving signs this week and it's going into your career sign. So for the next five, six weeks, I'm going to pause this so I can cough. Leo, so sorry. Take two, Leo. Like I said, I'm still getting over COVID. So my voice is a little, um, we might have to do some pauses as we do the horoscopes today. So I just, you know, had to pause to kind of catch my catch my voice leo so here we go uh leo i'm gonna repeat myself um and this is not like spliced together nice so it's gonna be choppy so anyway mars goes into your career sign on july 5th and this is big news because it's entering the same sign that you've been seeing a lot of big changes since 2018 2019 at least that's that's the idea since those years, so three, four years ago, Uranus has also been in your career sign. The idea is that you're in a seven-year arc of time, of which you are halfway through this arc of time, where you need to reinvent your professional life. That means different things to different Leos, but at the core of this time is that whatever you are doing in this world, whatever your duties and responsibilities are, however you are known, it better be you and not somebody else. So whether you are doing the job because it's what your parents decided for you as opposed to what you want to do, or the role that the world has carved out for you just unconsciously, um, how do you now start to be you in the world? So for some Leos, this does mean a 180 or even a 180 in your professional life. For some Leos, this is a breakthrough. It's, it's the sort of thing that you've been working towards for a very long time. It's like suddenly ready to come to fruition. But Mars is an activator. And maybe you've seen some changes in your professional life. And Mars, here it is. Mars is making some activations to these changes again. This on top of the uh, 
eclipses that you've been having um, in Taurus since the end of 2021. So this is a time of new opportunities coming into your professional life, uh, changes going off in new directions, but typically it's about bringing things in. The area of your life right now that needs a lot of attention is family. That's where it's, things are a little complicated at the moment, Leo. But that said, Mars is really powering and driving you out in your professional life. It's sort of taking something that's very personal and, and close to your heart and putting it out there. It's talking about your convictions, your truth, and now you have to live it in your professional life. But as we've been talking, Leo, you are a fixed sign. And so th this is one of those signs that's just seen a lot of big changes in 2022. So use this to your advantage. If you need to make a career move, use Mars to make that happen. And and really uh, do keep in mind, Leo, that there's sort of the, the deeper philosophical side of this transit for you. What is your value and worth? Question mark. Do you know your value and worth? Question mark. Because now that Mars is there, you better be ready to go after it. Because it's one thing when it's an idea or like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I'm worth. It's another thing when you're actually going after and getting it and that's what mars does it goes after and gets what it wants now mind you it is classically debilitated in um in in, in taurus but mars is still functioning it's just functioning differently and it's certainly giving a boost and giving a, a, a like a power up to your professional life it's also giving a power up to all these changes that have been happening april may with the eclipses and and this is, in a way is kind of giving us a preview for October, November, when we have uh, more eclipses. Um, but it is cancer season for you, Leo, which means it's the season before your birthday season. Don't push too hard. I know that's the irony to what I just said to you, because cancer season is a time to rest, reflect, and to prepare for your season, which of course begins in about um, a few weeks. Um, but that said, uh, your planet is the sun, so it is sort of in this quiet space of your astrology at the moment. It does make a square to Chiron, and maybe you're feeling some deeper existential or even deeper pain points, uh, kind of emotional, spiritual pain points this week. Virgo. So Virgo, it's cancer season, and uh, cancer season for you is a time for you to spend time with your friends, your community, to look out into the world and to see how we're all connected, to be of service to one another. But that said, Mars is going into Taurus, and Taurus is a part of your astrology that's been seeing a lot of big changes over the last few years. What you believe in, what you think is true, what you stand for, your convictions, what you think is right and wrong, maybe even sort of deeper philosophical questions. You're in a very different place than you were three, four years ago, back in 2018, 2019. Mars is, doesn't, you know, it doesn't what's the word? It doesn't moderate. Um, you know, Virgo is typically a sign that's that's good on moderation, but then here comes Mars, and Mars is, is going to probably you know, be very vocal about what you what you stand for and what you believe in over the next uh, five, six weeks. And, you know, as Mars um, activates eclipse energies, you know, this is about a shift in thinking, a shift, shift in point of view, a shift about seeing the world. For some Virgos, it's about sharing, it's about publishing, broadcasting, media, and facilitating, you know, what is your truth? What is your mission? What do you think you came, what do you think you came here to do? Um, but Mars is activating that area. And of course, it picks up on sort of these larger, bigger future issues with cancer season. But we can't forget Mercury, which is your planet. And Mercury is leaving Gemini, where it's been for the last pretty much eight weeks and it's going to leave your career sign it's going to go into cancer again friends community the future looking ahead so mercury is starting to wound its way through your personal zodiac the idea is that you've done a lot of heavy lifting over the past eight weeks and now you need to start thinking about planning for the future what is the next step but at the same time network you know spend time with your friends your community make sure that you've you know sort of well connected socially but it is again looking towards the future libra so libra we'll start with your planet it's still over in gemini venus is in gemini and it'll be in gemini for i think a couple more weeks um 
But that said, uh, this is a time for you to travel, to explore, to sort of uh, explore these more philosophical questions around truth and meaning and education. You know, eventually Mercury, not Mercury, Venus will go into your career sign of Cancer, and then, and then that's a time. I think that's August or late, later in July, and then that's about probably later in July, um, and then it's about your career. But in the, in the meantime, enjoy, have fun. Um, Venus is certainly very flirty, flirtatious, fun when it's in Gemini. Um, but that said, Mars, which is actually a, a big planet in your astrology, it finally leaves your relationship sign where it's been for about six weeks. So relationships have really demanded your attention. Um, and this is since, um, when did Mars go into Aries? Was It was back in April. I think it was April 14th. So it's been about other people. Other people have you know demanded your attention. Um, but now Mars is going into your eighth. And so for the next five, six weeks until August 20th, it's now it's about intimacy, vulnerability, trust, power, control, rebirth, and transformation. Mars is not typically at home in Taurus, but what's interesting is that Mars is activating a story that's already been playing out throughout this year and really over the past few years. And this is about really transforming something deep inside of you. And I think, and we've talked about this before, Libra, you've needed to sort of look at some self-destructive tendencies, whether it's through relationship, whether it's in your pers- other aspects of your personal life, and really facing yourself during this time. And, and Mars doesn't, you know, it, Mars isn't like, what's the word? It, it, it demands, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not Venus. Um, Venus is like, all right, you know, when, when you're ready, Mars is like, no, we're doing, we're doing this now. So it's, there's a, it's a bit of a psychological edge over the next five, six weeks. Um, you can use this energy proactively. You can work with a counselor or somebody does transformation work, does a lot of that deeper inner work, but that's the, that's the thing. It's really about the deeper inner work and it's about capitalizing and taking action on the things that have already been playing out and unfolding you know, really since last November, if not May of 2018, March of 2019, that's when, when Uranus first went into Taurus. So by the time Mars gets out of Taurus, in a way, you will have to have like faced yourself. I mean, I know I'm, I'm using that term, like, oh, face yourself. This is one of the things that relationships teach us. Relationships remind us that we're not alone, meaning that we don't exist in a vacuum and that people can see things about ourselves that we cannot see about ourselves. So whether the things that you're discovering over the next five, six weeks are through your intimate partnership or through a therapist appointment, this is about you seeing things about yourself that you don't typically see. And hopefully, if you're doing your work, there's a light bulb that goes off. And that is what really helps there to be a shift and alchemy and a transformation and really working with the positive energy, the potential of the positive energy of Uranus and Taurus, because Uranus and Taurus in your eighth is not sentimental about the past. It's like, there's something that needs healing and we're gonna, we're gonna do it because it's, um, it's getting in the way of you being you. Um, but those are your, your, bigger, your bigger highlights, Libra. Scorpio. <clears throat> As I was saying in the introduction, this Scorpio got COVID. Um, so my voice is a little, you know, a little, little, little shaky at the moment. But um, yeah, no, Scorpio, how are you, how are you doing? Um, you had that Mars Pluto square uh, last week. So that was definitely bringing up some intense energy as you came into this past weekend. So, you know, past couple of days. That said, your planet, Mars, changes signs. It gets out of Aries, which is a sign of health and wellness. Hey, look at that. You know, hopefully you didn't get COVID. Hopefully you you did other things this holiday weekend. Um, But Mars is going to go into your relationship sign. And it's really important to understand a couple of things. One, relationships are an area that you've been, been doing a lot of work since 2018, 2019. You've had to do work. Scorpio, by its nature, is a sign that likes a lot of guard and protection. And I think really at the root of Uranus's time in Taurus, your relationship sign since 2018, 2019, is a need to completely upend and reform and transform how you connect to people. 
that guard has had to come down. Why? Because you cannot grow, you cannot evolve if there's so many walls and towers and moats that other people can't come in. It's like Uranus is trying to crack your shell right now. So maybe you've had Uranus come into your life, the archetype, the energy come into your life as a relationship. And maybe you got into a relationship for the first time in like years, um, this year, or last year, or even since 2018, 2019. Because that person that's in your life, or that person that was in your life, or that person who's been iterations over the past few years, their f primary function is to crack the, the hard shell the the shell that there's no other way to 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 get it to come down without the big guns you know uranus is, is one of the big guns but this is so that you know you don't sort of get caught in your own stuff scorpio you're really good at getting caught in your own stuff so it is about relationships and i will say a couple of important things to keep in mind over the path over for the next few weeks if you're in an existing relationship and there is some sort of existing theme, issue, concern, it's going to come up. Mars, is, is there's no other way around it with Mars. Mars makes things come up. In addition, Mars is activating eclipse energy. Eclipses already are about pivots and turning points and, and evolution and story arcs. Mars, if you're not in an existing relationship, it could actually bring somebody in. It could actually bring somebody in that completely is different than the past and, and shakes up your worlds and, and transforms you in some way. If you don't want to be in a relationship, but don't re remember, Scorpio, that you can't be completely isolated. This is a time that is about other people's, and especially with uh, Saturn down in your fourth, this is about putting down roots and really tending to your emotional core, and it's like kind of not being such a hyperdrive in your life right now and allowing space for other people. So there's that, and we're going to have a lot more to talk about that over the next couple of weeks. Um, I will say the sun does square Chiron. Uh, that might be something that you're feeling. Maybe it's about your career. Like, am I good enough? Can I? Do I have the courage and bravery to really go out there and, and, and to do what I need to do? Um, but it really is about your but all about relationships this week and especially over the next five six weeks and i'm going to do a quick pause scorpio sagittarius <clears throat> sorry like i said getting getting over COVID. Sagittarius, so Jupiter is your planet. It's still over in Aries, and that's been a part of the sky that's been having a little bit of action over the past five, six weeks. Mars was there too. And, and what's Aries for you, Sagittarius? Well, Aries is about fun, creativity, self-expression, but helping you get your spark back and get your mojo back. So it's been, in, in a way, about play, but now it's about work. Because Mars is going to Taurus, and Taurus is one of your signs of work. It's about duties, responsibilities. It's about the things that you have to do on a day-to-day -day level. It's like your schedule, showing up on time. But it's also about health and wellness and taking care of your body and even your relationship body. And I relationship with your body. And I highlight that is because with Uranus there since 2018, 2019, and then since the beginning of this year, you've, with, the, with, the, uh, with the lunar nodes and the eclipses, this is an area that's been seeing a lot of changes recently. And Mars is going to make things happen. That's the thing. Mars um, is a catalyst. That's sort of its base function in astrology. So it's really activating your relationship with your health and wellness and some of the hopefully positive changes that you've been making since 2018, 2019. My joke, maybe it's not a joke, but I'm Sagittarius rising. It's that like Uranus went into Taurus in um, May of 2018. I remember the summer of 2018. And I was like, had this like urge to, to go running in the morning. And I'm like, go jogging. Like, I'm, I'm not a runner. Except now I, I do it occasionally on the treadmill, you know, four years later. It's now it's crazy. So you've got all this energy that's happening around your physical life. And so on one level, maybe it's just time to get everything in order, tidy up, clean things out. Um, maybe that's not the fun um, summertime Northern Hemisphere. Uh, I know it's the summertime Northern Hemisphere, um, the project that you were looking for. But this is a time for you to really um, put plans into action and to, to really motivate, to really get grounded in your, your human life. 
Cancer season for you, I will say, is about your emotional health and wellness, um, and even having to do some of that deep emotional work around trust and vulnerability and insecurity. <clears throat> with the sun and cancer, with stuff that's happening in Taurus, really look at the mind-body connection, how, how you take care of your emotional body shows up and how you take care of your physical body and vice versa. I will say that Mercury is a big player in your astrology. It is a relationship planet. It's been in your relationship sign, Gemini, for the better part of eight weeks. Um, so when it goes into Cancer this week, it really is a breath of fresh air. But it is going to really uh, go into a part of the chart that does talk about intimacy and vulnerability and sexuality and sort of the nakedness of life. And so if you're in a relationship, you know, you, it is about having the conversations and maybe even sometimes the poignant conversations with somebody. And even if you're not in a relationship, it is to examine your relationships uh, in general and how you allow for vulnerability. How do you, what is your relationship with trust? And, and how do you, of course, let people in? Capricorn. So Capricorn, Saturn's your planet. It's still over in your second sign of money and income, material stability, and it continues to be a bigger chapter of your life that's about income, investments, uh, purchases, your relationship with money, and even those sort of bigger questions about money. Do I have enough? But um, that's going to start to come to an end, and that will be in the beginning of 2023. I'm getting ahead of myself because we focus on this week, of course. But Mars changing signs this week, and Mars is a big player in your astrology because Mars is typically, well, it's where it's been over the past uh, five, six weeks, it's been in your sign of home and family. So it's been about your home environment, uh, a move, a change in residence, a change in your living situation, change in your household, people moving in, people moving out. But it's also about these deeper, has been about these deeper questions about emotional security, emotional stability, um, do I have enough, that sort of sometimes infantile emotion that can erupt out of all of us, of course. But Mars changing sign, now it goes into the sign of play, creativity for you. But it's also picking up on a deeper story that's been playing out since 2018, 2019. Who are you, Capricorn? And maybe who you thought you were four years ago is not who you think you are now and maybe you're still trying to figure out who that person is and this is a good time you know be proactive with mars and taurus because mars is trying to get you back to that spark the spark that makes you you and I, when i say that i don't think people always realize what i mean you are one of eight billion people on this planet you are unique and i know that i'm not trying to sound corny but it's absolutely true there is something inside of you that differentiates you from every person. It's an energy, it's a sense, it's a smell, it's a taste, it's a feeling. And it's what identifies you as you. And this is why this is something that cannot be duplicated. And yet we live in a world where we take that energy and we hide it and we or we turn it to somebody else's energy because that's how we are either acculturated or as how we survive. But this is really important for you to get back to what's going to really make you feel you and really give your life passion and drive and motivation. But then Uranus is there and Uranus is trying to get the things that aren't you to, to shake away, to, to, to break away. Then we have eclipses, um, and we've been having eclipses there since um, November. So it's about um, really, t you know, getting into these bigger themes about self and, and, and persona and identity and creativity, but even also children. And I will say that this part of the chart is about children. But what are children? I mean, children, it goes back to creativity. Creativity is when we take something inside of us, that spark, and we put it into something, and it could be your work, a spreadsheet, um, it could be your sock collection, it could be a project, it could even be a child. So it's really getting into that, that, that core energy, because that's what powers your life. And that's what you put in things. And without it, nothing, nothing flows. Um, in addition, this week, I will say that Mercury finally gets out of Gemini. And for you, Capricorn, um, Gemini is your 
sign of health and wellness. So it's, it's also about work and projects. So it's probably been a really busy time, but you're going to see a shift. Um, you know, now that Mercury's in cancer, it's about relationships and certainly cancer season is about relationships. So be very conscientious and aware of what is happening in relationships right now. Almost getting to the end. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius, um, you are fellow fixed signs. So a lot of things that are going on in Aquarius right now, not, not directly in Aquarius except for Saturn, but certainly in Aquarius' astrology. The first, well, let's just quickly mention Saturn. It's still in Aquarius. Hey, that's your sign. It'll be in Aquarius until March of 2023. So you're in a time of new beginnings. It feels like maybe the, the hill has been um, like really steep for a while, but this is really about forging this, this new time in your life, really setting up some, some new paths, some new roles, and some new goals for you. But it's not been easy because you've had um, your planet, Saturn, in this long square with Uranus, and you have Uranus, which is in Taurus, at the bottom of your chart, the bottom of your zodiac chart. So home and family are probably not in the same place physically, spiritually, emotionally that it was in 2018, 2019. And, and maybe you've made a major move. Maybe there's been a major change or even an upset in your household. But maybe if things are the same, it's about that emotional core. You got to connect to that emotional core um, even more. So here comes Mars and Mars it's a planet that makes things happen. And if you've been thinking about a move, here comes Mars, and Mars is gonna really motivate you to make it happen. If there's been something um, with family that's been kind of brewing, here comes Mars. Mars is gonna make it a top priority. Um, but Mars is not a quiet influence, and the home environment's probably not going to be quiet over the next five, six weeks. It could be a lot of visitors. It could be a lot of family responsibilities and duties coming up. It could be just simply packing up and moving, of course. But Mars is just merely um, activating a story that's already been in play um, over the past few years. Where is home and who is home? And maybe by the time Mars leaves Taurus on August 20th, you may have a you're maybe a little bit closer to the answer. Um, but that said, the sun, which is a relationship planet, um, it is making a square to Chiron um, this week. So really pay attention to the deeper subtext that, that's happening between you and somebody else, because maybe something very deep needs to be healed. Pisces, here we are at the very end. Um, so sorry, Pisces, um, I'm getting over COVID. So my voice is a little, little weak, but uh, let's check in with Pisces. So we have Jupiter, your planet, still in Aries. So it's still a time that's about new beginnings, but it's also about money and income, material stability, investments, and sort of these deeper philosophical questions about what is of value, even your own value and worth. And then there's, of course, you know, it's cancer season. Cancer season's about having fun, really expressing who you are, getting back to the things that really nourish you and nourish that spark of life that we all have within us. Um, but the big news this week is twofold. I will say Mercury, only because it's a, it's a big player in your astrology, Pisces. It is a um, relationship planet, and it's a planet that talks about home and family it's finally getting out of Gemini. So maybe there's just been a lot of focus on your home environment um, over the past eight weeks, give or take. Maybe it's been about the past, family, memories, um, needing to ch make some changes in the household, changes in your living environment, maybe a move. Um, but now Mercury finally leaves and it's a bit of a fresh of breath breath of fresh air. Um, Mercury is going to go into what's called your fifth sign of um, creativity and play it's going to join the sun so it's really about romance of life the pleasure and the fun of life um but really mars and taurus um i will say is is that mars is going to go into your third sign of voice and communication and you may have a lot to say over the next uh, five six six weeks and do keep in mind that voice is an area we've been talking about this for so long like voice is an area that you've needed to really um uh, do some work on over the past few years. So really liberating the things that you're not saying, getting into your voice, um, your real voice, you know, the, the spark of you within and being able to express your, your real voice. 
But Mars also puts the focus on education, um, travel, movement, ideas, conversation is probably going to be a very busy next five, six weeks. So those are the larger points, Pisces. But um, for the rest of us, um, I thank you all for <laughs> letting me power through my, my, my COVID voice. Um, like I said, you know, plot twist, I got COVID um, last week. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this uh, recorded because I didn't know how I was going to be able to, to kind of power through. But um, I am on the other side of it. I am on the mend and I appreciate your support and you know constantly watching and I know a lot of you of my my clients and you've even registered for my webinar on July 7th facing Saturn which I get to talk about my my favorite planet but um thank you all for joining me recorded not live uh, for the astrology of July 4th through 10th 2022 my name is Katie Sweetman and I will see you all next week live and definitely um in a better place with my voice. So take care. Bye-bye.